The following content features sensitive content that may shock and offend sheltered white viewers. So, by all means, turn it up louder. Start the show. like that man Ooh. you have those yes you, uh, you have sensitive white listeners i don't have sensitive white listeners but my white listeners might have sensitive white listeners because some of them listen to this at work mm. although i did have somebody say that they listen to this um uh she's a she's a she works at a bakery and she she bakes overnight yeah and the overnight and she she turned up loud for the overnight crew okay and they enjoyed it Okay, good. Because so. I was like, if you are playing this at work, you do so at your own risk. I will say, especially especially last week's episode, you just tread carefully. That's all I'm saying. Um, unemployment's up. We got to keep, we, we, you know, I don't have a problem with anybody trying to keep a job. I'm on the podcast and I can't play it at work. <laughs> <laughs> Niggas plus information plus alcohol equals opinions while black. Your black-ass cheat sheet for the week in foolishness and fuckery. I am your boy, Oz. I am D. Randall. It is too fucking hot outside. Sweet Jesus. When you have been inside all week with just air conditioning, you've not left the house, and then you step outside, Yeah, my boy. God, son just slaps the shit out of you just right out the door. Mm. Yeah, shout out to y'all that have been outside every day for the last couple of weeks. God bless y'all. Keep doing the work, please. Man, I don't, I don't, I don't know how y'all are doing it, especially with these masks. Woo! With the face mask, man. How do you? I, I've never just had a specific, the mouth area of my mouth sweating. <laughs> what the hell? My God, that's just that. And I'm a big nigga, so I'm not. It's not like I'm not used to sweat. But that's just an awkward one. Just just yeah. around the mouth area. Yeah. It's so weird. Oh. How's your week, D Randall? Much better than last week. Okay, okay. Good. I, good. I'm lying. Not much better. Slightly better than last week. <laughs> Slightly better. Baby steps. Um uh I I guess mine's the same old shit, you know. Um everybody trying to get out and everybody trying to get out in front of the whole Black Lives Matter thing. Yeah. I was supposed to be uh in my little hidey hole with new Call of Duty content. But the 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 designers felt like it was too soon. Yeah. Look, look man, I and and look, I'm never going to say that I'm I'm never going to complain about seeing Black Lives Matter on my load screen. <laughs> But let's be honest. Nobody's looking for the Call of Duty designers to be woke. I'm going to ask a dumb question. Go ahead. Which version of Call of Duty is this? Uh, this is Modern Warfare. Which does it take place in a city? Um, or in cities? Yes. It, most of them are made up. Okay. Um, but they're only kind of made up, so you still so you still recognize them. But the designers can't have any real uh, culpability. Yeah. And they, they don't want to be called racist. So they have to be made up cities that we totally know where they are. Um, 
there's not there's a campaign there's a story it's basically gi joe versus russians mm. it's gi joe versus russians and they're teaming up with rebel russians against the russians uh, you know uh... because apparently the mess the moral of the story is fuck russians <laughs> Maybe it maybe it's a little too early for you know people, heavily armed people to be running through urbanized areas, <laughs> uh, shooting at, shooting at people. Oh, it starts off. The story starts off literally with a suicide bomber in the middle of downtown London. Well, there you have it. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Um, uh, other than that, content-wise, uh, I didn't catch up on much. I oh, I did. I caught up on. Wait for it. She-Ra. Oh, yeah. Y'all, She-Ra is lit. Don't trip. Do not let the look, the the action figure, kid, kitty look fool you. She-Ra is as lit as Steven Universe. Yeah. Teen Titans go, all that shit. She-Ra is the truth. And we're not having as many, we're not having enough conversations about it. Um, they just, I just watched season four and five. Damn. That is a wonderful show. I only made it through season one so far, but yeah, you hit it on the head, man. This this was not the same show I watched as a kid. At all, whatsoever. Um, all that shit about being He-Man's sister or cousin or whatever, that's over. Uh, and She-Ra is not apologetic or ashamed to let you know that this show is hugely gay. Yeah, I mean that in a terrific way. It's It's very intersectional. It's super gay. Like there's like there are people that are that are addressed as they. There are um one of the characters has two dads. Um they're not ashamed to tackle these things and then they're not ashamed to have that representation out there. It's a wonderful show. Um I also tried to watch did you watch the Yvonne Orgy? I did. I I, I enjoyed it. Yvonne Orgy had a for y'all y'all don't know, Molly from Insecure um, also has wanted to pursue uh, stand-up comedy. And she had her first HBO comedy special. Um, I really enjoyed it. And we're getting all this stuff about content out of the way yeah. because, the rest of the sh- because the rest of the show is kind of like last, se- <laughs> last week where we're just telling a lot of people to shut the fuck up. Yeah, you know, Von Orgy, is, that's, that's Bay. That, like it her. is, man. I like her. I was really happy that it was good because I didn't want to hate her and her character. Because <laughs> I, because I hate Molly with a fucking passion. It was good, man. It's a good, um, it's it's good, mostly clean humor. Um, it's a celebration of blackness and not blackness within the proximity of whiteness. Which exactly. Is um, you know, you didn't have a bunch of well, you know white people be like. Yeah, exactly. That was what I loved. Yeah. I, you know, and she very much celebrated her heritage, um, and her family, and I I, I really appreciated yeah. that. A whole me? <laughs> that's so good. Um, do you have HBO? HBO. <laughs> that's so Home box office. <laughs> um, and I will say, it was good to see some lightheartedness because HBO has cornered the market in misery porn. Because <laughs> I tried to watch I Know This Much Is True. No. Man, let me tell you something. No. I appreciate that Mark Ruffalo is giving us a, is giving us a badass tour de force performance as two different characters but my god that is the most depressing shit that was i, I it, that was a i only watched one episode it was hard to sit through 
No. The show starts off with Mark Ruff- with one of Mark Ruffalo's characters chopping off his damn hand. Nope. Couldn't do it. Nope. Couldn't do it. Uh, but shout out to Mark Ruffalo um, for finding life after the Avengers because I really don't feel like we're going to see him in much more shit. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. At least not much more like Marvel shit. Um, so who do you want to give flowers to? Uh, this week, I want to give flowers to white allies. Um, okay. And, and, and more specifically, Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen has been fucking killing it. Look, Seth Rogen. See, and, and, and when people talk about, we've discussed allyship before, um, and we've discussed how, you know, when black people try to explain to you how to be an ally that you need to listen. And there, there are different degrees of allyship. You know, there's <clears throat> there's a silent support. There is the, you know, I'll talk to my family and set them straight support. Right. And, and then there's Seth, there's Seth Rogen, who will tell you, fuck you. Who feels away and doesn't give a fuck how you feel about it. And if you feel differently about it, feel differently about it somewhere else and suck his dick. This episode of Nigga Peace Theater. (laughs) (laughs) In which I will feature a live reading of a recent string of tweets that Seth Rogen submitted early in the week. Oh shit, here we go. Okay. Um, Now, first of all. Earlier this week, Seth Rogen posted a very large yellow graphic that said Black Lives Matter. And the caption under it says, if this is a remotely controversial statement to you, feel free to unfollow me. Seth Rogen laid it right there on the line for you. He just lets you know Black Lives Matter. And if for any reason you feel like this is an uncomfortable statement, this is your invitation to leave. Now, as we all know... Fuckery ensues. Fuckery ensues. Because fuckery will always ensue. The following is a live reading of some tweets along with Seth Rogen's responses. All lives matter because all life is precious. No life is more important than another. Shut the fuck up. All lives matter. Fuck you. Leave. All lives matter. Hashtag all lives matter. Fuck off. People making this only about blacks when it's all when it's about all races of color. Why do all these brutality videos only show the end? They don't show what the fuck these people are doing to get in trouble in the first place. Fuck off. You don't deserve my movies anymore. Stop watching my shit. All lives. Nice racist division post though. Fucking mental. Fuck you. Leave. Unfollowed. Good. Fuck you. All lives matter. We all bleed red. Facts. Fuck off. Facts. Unfollowed. Good. Get fucked. All lives matter. Eat shit and fuck you. So. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> this has been Nigga Peace Theater. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you very much. Thank you. Um, wonderful. That is, that, is, that is an ally, ladies and gentlemen. In, in, no, cer- in no uncertain terms. Um, that is allyship right there. He did not leave anything to the imagination there was no gray area and he gave you specific instructions on what you could do if you disagreed with his statement this specifically inspired me to watch uh one of my favorite movies from him uh funny people (laughs) uh like twice this week yes oh man if you've never seen funny people is one of the more underrated judd apatow movies 
But it's basically Seth Rogen and Adam Sandler and Jonah Hill as comedians. It's a little gut wrenching too. If yeah, there's a there's some parts that's a little fucked up, but they had they got they they also got their shit off a couple of times. Yeah. Uh, my favorite shit. I'm not gonna go all the way into it, but the grandpas go to hell. Uh, see, <laughs> Jason Schwartzman was trying to tell them about a real sensitive time in his life when his grandfather died. Yeah, and he was like, you know. And there was a candle in the room, and the candle flickered when he died. And I think that was him going to heaven. And Jonah Hill was like, you don't pass through fire to go to heaven. I think your grandfather's in hell. <laughs> <laughs> what? Don't look at me like that. Some grandpas go to hell. Yeah. <laughs> that was great. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, shout out to Seth Rogen. This is what, this is what it takes to be a white ally. And I am so thankful that I don't have white people on my timeline that I have to walk through allyship. Yeah. Just just send them this and say this is this is what you need to this is the approach you need to take. This is comes. the exact approach. Um you know, and of course shout out to, you know, one one of the good things that I've seen with the protests this week is that there are a lot of non-black people that are also marching, a lot of white people that are marching. Um, and for most of them, it does not seem performative, not including the influencers. Uh, but it, it is very encouraging to see people of all walks of life participating and watching white people scream Black Lives Matter at the top of their lungs and angrily berating other people um, when it comes to it. People are starting to understand. This one is a little different, y'all. People are starting to, they're starting to feel it. It's true. It's true. Um and the and and the and the lack of and, and the lack of little usually at these things you have little like sub factions of white people that try to implement their little shit into what you're doing. Um, I'm gonna think of it, but there. But I remember when uh, um, what was it? Operation Sit Down. Operation. Uh, oh God damn it! I I forgot already. Don't the, say Occupy Wall Street. The Occupy people. Yeah. Um, it was a lot of sub genres trying to trying to get in on that shit. Mm-mm. Um, so yeah, uh, glad I haven't seen a lot of that. Um, thank you to the white allies who understand what's going on, um, who are um not putting a lot of uh burden on your black friends. Um, keep up the good work, and maybe cash app us. Uh, maybe show us your titties. I don't know. Um, everything all, helps. All titties do matter. All titties do matter. It's true. Um, having said that, humans ain't shit this week. Um, so humans ain't shit. Okay. I had a very... In- so, first of all, Randall, do you know about the black squares? Yes. Yes, I do. Alright. Cool. For those of you who don't know... Um, in an attempt to strike while while the iron is hot, um, someone, I'm not exactly sure who came up with this shit, came up with uh, a the a blackout operation, Operation Blackout Day, um, where there was where on Instagram, you was um, I believe this was really for like music industry people to post black squares. On their on their Instagram on their news feed, right? Um, 
I believe it was to show solidarity and to um, kind of black out any other things that would be going on during that week. Um, I think this would have been more effective on a Friday when the when when new music drops. Um, and the problem was people were hashtagging Black Lives Matter. The reason this now the reason this was ineffective was because when you hashtag Black Lives Matter and you just post a black square, you're blocking out other posts in the Black Lives Matter hashtag that are that are basically giving out useful information to people that are out there on the ground on the with their boots on the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like you know, important like people like 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 for example, numbers to lawyers that are working pro bono. That was my bad. Okay. Keep going. Um, <laughs> you know, um, people that are uh, uh, people that are offering bail money, people, you know, information that people on the ground at these protests really need. And black squares are just moving that down the feed and yep. blocking that out. And not only that, it was just ill-timed. It was something that, that people weren't really talking about until the Thursday before and right. they did it on a Monday. This is something that should have been implemented at least two weeks to a month in advance um, to get proper traction. Also, I don't know how, I don't understand how a movement that basically works off of social media and word of mouth and traction is gonna is gonna get is gonna get anything moving by blacking everything out. Right. So it was a bad idea, and of course, whenever we have a bad idea come up come up in the movement, there will eventually be people that will that will ask the inevitable question: Don't you have a better? Well, if you don't have a better idea, then shut up. Um, <laughs> this week's humans ain't shit addresses exactly those people. One. Shut the fuck up. First and foremost. The absence of a better plan, quote unquote, does not make your bad plan a good one. Just because someone doesn't have a better plan doesn't mean that your that your plan isn't still lacking in meeting the needs and reaching the objectives necessary to be effective. Um... And here's the other thing. The only way you get to a better plan is through listening to constructive criticism. The only way you get to a better plan is unpacking the bad plan, talking about why the plan why the plan is bad, take extracting the good things, separating those from the bad things and taking those good things and implementing them into a better plan. Yep. And the other part of this is that when you when you want everyone to implement a plan, you are taking on a position of leadership because it's your it's your fucking plan, and you're gonna have to be the one to troubleshoot it when things go wrong, like these fucking hashtags. Leadership. Anybody who works in retail, as long as I have, knows this. Leadership requires a degree of trust between you and the people you want to implement your plan. You don't gain that trust by saying. Well, if you don't have a better plan, then shut the fuck up. Mm. You don't get. You, that's not how you inspire leadership. 
That's how you inspire people to follow you. That's how you inspire people to tell you to fuck off. And I had a I had a few people that I fell out about this with, and the guy and the guy tells me, oh well, you're one of these. Oh, you would have been. Uh, I love how they always go back to slavery. Well, you would have been one of those slaves that uh that would have been scared to run because you've been too busy planning things. Y'all, they had critical thinking in slavery days. <laughs> they had critical thinking well before that. Critical thinking has existed long before slavery days. Let me put it this way. There were there had to be at least one caveman that saw another caveman using fire wrong <laughs> and said, Hey, ugh, don't eat that. You can't eat fire, ugh. You can't eat fire. You can cook you can cook those animals with it. You can't eat it. That's critical thinking. Somebody had to say that. Somebody had to say that and somebody had to listen to him and implement that plan. Just like slaves were running away and it took at least one slave to go, hey, Jasper, don't run that way. My name is not Jasper. Toby, don't run that way. (laughs) (laughs) Shit, don't run that way because there are white people with guns and there are dogs that want to tear the flesh off of your bones. Let's run another way. Oh, well, if you don't have a better plan, I'm just going to keep running this way towards the bullets. What the fuck is wrong with y'all? There's nothing wrong with implementing a little critical thinking. And the nigga had the nerve to tell me, okay, so it's not the most planned, so it, so it wasn't well planned, so what? No, we need we need better plans, otherwise we're just going to keep running with the same shit plans. So what is not an alternative? <laughs> we... <laughs> Y'all just, y'all just want to keep running with this, and and this is why this is the problem with activism now is that everybody's just racing to have the first bad idea. Yes, everybody's racing towards the first bad idea, and whoever gets to the idea first is not it, and everybody just has to shut the fuck up about it. You want to hear about a good idea though? What's a good idea? So as we know, whenever you have movements like this, you will always have detractors. Whenever you have Black Lives Matter, what's what's always the most common? All lives matter. Okay, so you, you're always going to have people that look at look at a movement like this and they say, "Well, if they're going to do Black Lives Matter, then we're going to counter with our own campaign." So you're talking about Blackout Tuesday. Yep. Um, there were people who were trying to to create Whiteout Wednesday, and Jesus. the popular hashtags for that day were going to be Whiteout Wednesday, White Lives Matter, All Lives Matter, and Blue Lives Matter. Now this is a this is an interesting tale because it involves K-pop. If you're not familiar, oh with, boy! If you're not familiar with what K-pop is, K-pop is a genre of music. Um, it's K-pop is short for Korean pop. It's Korean pop music, and it is probably the most wildly popular form of music on earth right now. Ever. My wife currently listens to it. I hate it. Um, <laughs> I'm very annoyed by that shit. And she knows it, so I'm, I'm gonna keep that same energy. Um, it, it's it's just it just does not appeal to me at all. But they have the most fervent fans that you can find anywhere in the world right now. So what they did on that Wednesday was, as these these counter protesting hashtags started going up, K-pop fans that that measure in the millions upon millions started basically taking over the hashtags so one of the first things they did was with the the dallas police department the dallas police department promoted an app that um that encouraged people to 
tweet or send videos of illegal activity from the protest and share it with Dallas PD. They basically wanted people to send in videos snitching on protesters. So um, the K-pop fans started tweeting this app um, with stuff like, hey, here's one video of someone doing something illegal. And it's like a video clip of a K-pop band performing. And they did it so much that they that they like crashed the app. Oh, shit. Um, the other thing that they did was... Uh, and and this this goes into what you were saying about the misuse of the black squares and how it could block out right um, hashtag. They started posting millions and millions of photos and clips of K-pop artists, and they were using the hashtags "White Lives Matter," "All White," "All Lives Matter," so forth and so forth. And if you look at the feed here, if anyone pulled up any Holy shit. of those hashtags on the day that it was intended to be a it counter-protest, K-pop boy bands. you just see images of K-pop boy bands. So they, they effectively drowned out the message of the people who were trying to um, curtail the movement. Um, so that's a good example of so what. <laughs> you know, that is wonderful. That's another good example of allyship. Um, pe- people are tired of this shit, y'all. They're tired of this shit. They're tired of this shit, and they know that you're a little... Mm. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And this is, and guess what? This is totally something that I can see could have come from seeing the, incident, the accidental disruption yep. from the Black Lives Matter hashtags and the Black Squares. Well, let's turn that into something that we can weaponize. Mm-hmm. That's how you come up with good ideas. You take bad ideas and you and you remix them. And the only way we could have come to this is if we have an honest unpacking and an honest conversation about what a bad idea is. And and there are just it for me it's a level of protest shaming for people to just tell people that have constructive criticism to shut the fuck up. Um, I am a big proponent of shut the fuck up. This is not one of those times. Um, it, we have to be able to have dissenting voices. We have to be able to welcome constructive criticism. It's another one of those times where if blackness is not monolithic, we have to adhere to that. If we're going to keep saying it, we have to keep demonstrating it. Um, song of the week. I'm not going to get... I'm not going to get real militant. I want to actually... It's getting hot outside. I want to create kind of a vibe. Something you can pour something cold to. Uh, I like Tom Mish, man. Um, we've had a, we've, we've had a song from him on... Uh, previously, I think it was his joint with De La Soul. Um, I, I love these kind of lesser known... Across the pond uh, British dudes that come over here... And come over here wrecking shit, man. This is Tom Mish with Last 100 featuring uh, Yusuf Days. Uh, so uh, pour yourself something. Get comfortable. We're going to have a great show, man. And we'll mm. be back with more opinions while black. Let's go.
Last 100 by Tom Mish. Um, love that vibe, man. That that piano, man. The piano, the bass line. I love that shit. I really do. Uh, I, I, I fell in love with that song immediately. Uh, shout out to Tom Mish. And if you like any of this shit you're hearing, uh, the song of the week, um, we have. if you're a Spotify listener, we have a whole playlist curated by yours truly uh, featuring all of our songs of the week. Um, we have shit from Summer Walker. We have Lucky Day. We have uh, Ill Mattered Media's own Radio Galaxy. Mm-hmm. Um, we have uh, more from Tom Mish. We have we have, we got a lot of good shit. Uh, Drake, Wizkid, uh, you name it, it's there. I, I think Nuck a few bucks on there even. What? Um, so yeah, if you're a Spotify listener, please put in your search engine "Opinions While Black." Featured music, and you're gonna you're gonna find some good stuff. Um, let's see what's going on, uh, man. It, it was a heavy week, man. You know, and and I, I, we made the conscious decision to keep the energy from last week going, um, just so you know, and just so you know, we're using our platform responsibly, uh, as responsible as you can expect from two niggas that drink for an hour and a half. Look, um. I want to talk real quick about our response to celebrities and their activism real quick. Cause we did, and we did briefly bring up Jay-Z last week. Uh, we were, we, we were, we were kind of early into, um, it was only a few days into this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, we did mention where Jay-Z was and our expect and we didn't really have any expectations we were, we were more just, curious we were just kind of curious as to where he is in all this especially given his uh his role as i don't know senior black people ambassador to the NFL or whatever the fuck he's doing mm. um so i saw a lot of people kind of questioning where certain individuals are especially certain individuals that are not black that definitely partake in our culture. And one of you dummies, a few of you dummies actually went and dug up Bruno Mars. Because y'all never miss an opportunity to try to shit on Bruno Mars. I don't know what y'all's obsession with him in particular is. Um, listen, y'all. If you're... There are people that partake in our culture where, yes, we should expect them to have some kind of... Uh, to be taking some kind of action, even if it's just lip service, within the movement, or at least acknowledge that the people that basically pay their that basically pay their bills are dying. We also have to understand that people have lanes that that we have to respect everybody's lane, or even not respect it, just acknowledge it. Justin Timberlake has spoken up. He cut his he cut his comments he cut his comment section off, which some of y'all didn't like. I was fine with it. I don't always want to hear from you trolls. Yeah. Y'all went and dug up Bruno Mars because y'all said he wasn't doing enough. Um, look, look, let's keep it a buck. 
every time I've ever seen Bruno Mars, he looks high as shit. Cocaine high. Yeah, not not weed high. And not like just any cocaine high, like Studio 54 cocaine high. Um like Jenny from Forrest Gump high. <laughs> Jenny. Jenny. Um I don't expect any brilliance to come out of his mouth. I just I just I just want him to keep doing Morris Day cover music and let that be cuz that's all we can really expect from him. I, I don't and the thing is I don't expect I don't expect people to speak up. I don't I don't expect it of them. Um I'm I'm definitely impressed when they do. Right. I'm definitely appreciative when they do. But again, not everyone not everyone has the same ministry as everyone else, especially when it comes to, to matters like this. And Bruno Mars did speak up on social media, and niggas decided that it wasn't enough. Oh, oh well, Halsey's out here getting shot by rubber bullets. What is he doing? First of all, most of y'all that are commenting on people not going out and getting shot by rubber bullets are also not out there getting shot by rubber bullets. I'm not getting shot by rubber bullets. Nor am I. Those things hurt. Have you seen a rubber bullet? I think y'all are confusing that shit with BBs. I've gotten shot with a paintball before. Oh, that shit hurts. Fuck that shit. Um, and I'm not making light of it. That, that's just to say that, you know, different people have different thresholds and different people, if they are so motivated, respond in different ways. Now, if you follow these celebrities or if you patronize them in any way and you don't and you feel like they did not provide the response that you wanted, you can simply just stop giving them money. Act accordingly. There's nothing wrong with that. Because what happens is you, you create, by doing so, you create an environment in which celebrities and brands engage in performative activism. So we've seen over, and, and, and again, I'm not accusing any particular brand of performative activism, but there were a large number of brands over the last week that were delivering kind of like the same cookie cutter message to everyone. And, you know, time will tell if they back their words with action, permanent action. To, to remedy whatever their contribution to the environment may be. That 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 judgment will come in time. Y'all niggas got Tyrese showing up to George Floyd's funeral dressed like a fucking... Uh, I don't even know what to say. Dressed dress like a, a Black Panther cosplay. I don't know yeah, what that was. Boy, looking like Huey Q. Newton. <laughs> uh, it, it just, you know, you, you don't have to, you don't have to do all that. I don't expect, I don't expect genius level activism from Tyrese. And, and the other thing is, you know, understand also, you know, putting up a message is a very easy thing to do. Um, true activism and true contributions can take time. When, when Oz mentioned that we were curious about what jay-z's response would be it, it turns out that you know besides him talking to the attorney general of minnesota mm-hmm. directly he also uh sent his private jet to ahmaud arbery's lawyers so that they can tend, they could attend court uh, i'm pretty sure there was a cash donation somewhere to someone in that um you know kanye west gave two million dollars to george floyd and his family along with some other victims of uh, police brutality now granted Kanye is partially complicit for for Facts. for allowing this type of environment to exist with his ignorance to begin with. Facts. Um, you know, I remember, you know, people anytime something like this comes up, people always people always pressing Michael Jordan into action and, and Yeah, man. Jordan and the Jordan brand 
announced uh, $100 million over the next 10 years to be committed to a number of, of initiatives to support black people uh, and their efforts. And some people were like, oh, well, finally he did it. I'm like, y'all realize that to make a $100 million commitment is not just something that you wake up, pour a glass of whiskey. And just decide and just on, say, flip a coin on. I'm going to give y'all you know, $100 million. And let me also say, and and just just to give a just to give another perspective on this, um, for those of you that think is for those of you that, some of, and Randall's right, some of this is disingenuous because it's some because some of these people are implementing shit in their companies that they could have always implemented. But the one thing that I think we have to get the idea that we have to get used to that white people have had no problem getting used to for years. I don't need everybody to be a true believer. Yeah. See, the way Trump got elected, he didn't need all them people to be a true believer. Mm -mm. See, because the the people that weren't racist decided that racism just wasn't a deal breaker for them. Yes. He, uh. They weren't true believers. They gave them, and a lot of them gave their money to Republicans and Democrats. Mm -hmm. Hedging their bets. Yep. I don't need you to be a true believer. I just need you to vote like one. Yep. Some of y'all... Some of these people, I don't need Lena Dunham to be a true believer. I need her to vote like one. I need to make it. I, I need. I need her to put her money down like one. Because these white people have no problem putting their money down with Trump, even though they don't like. Even though they don't agree with a single thing that comes out of his mouth. Yep. We so we have to keep some of that same energy. In we're not going to convert everybody. We're just not. We're not. I wish we. I wish we could. God knows, I wish we could. And we still. We still want to. We still. We we won't get everyone on board with it. But we also don't want to create an environment where people are just appearing to stand in solidarity, just for the sake of preserving their brands. Because those are the people that we won't see again in a month. Right. It's kind of like. Um, I sound. I'm going to sound like this person now. If you study the story of Passover in the Bible, where the oh. the Spirit of God passed through Egypt and killed the firstborn son yep. uh, of everyone, unless they painted the blood of the lamb on the door, um, this is this is the mark on the door. A lot of a lot of people, as we will probably find out, are just putting the blood of the lamb on the door so that they don't get crushed under the weight of this. A lot of people are marking the doors. Yeah. So. You know, it will be it will be up to you who patronize these brands and these these celebrities to hold them to their word. It's true. Uh, someone dragged L'Oreal Paris the other day, and they they dragged yeah. them for absolute and total filth. Those are the types of things that you need to do. If if, if these institutions and these brands no longer serve you, there are plenty of black owned. Did you see them drag a Virgil Abloh? Uh, dude, he is he is he's probably he's one of those people that falls into the category of like a permanent meme now. The number 50 is associated with Virgil Abloh. Virgil, for those of you who don't know, the designer Virgil Abloh donated $50. Now, he's also I for, I forgot what his he position says he is. He donated more. He 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 holds some type of position with Louis Vuitton, head yeah. designer or something. He has he has a position that that should afford him 
Way more than fifty dollars. Way more than fifty dollars. If if I'm donating more than virtual lab blow, there's a problem. And was it that he donated fifty dollars? It's that he screen capped it and yeah. posted it like it was a flex. Like get me, catch me, match me. Okay. I I I have officially donated more money to the cause than Virgil Abloh. Uh I can say that now. Yes. Um and and also I feel like this kind of opens the door for people who are just kind of promoting themselves yep. to further promote themselves and hashtag it Black Lives Matter. So Amanda Seals um, no longer works at The Real. Okay. Her contract was up for renewal. She didn't renew it. She had a whole rant about how she felt like the people above her um, production-wise did not respect black voices did not respect black women and i want to if it's the, and if it's true then fine um don't do things that don't serve you is that me Mm-mm. okay um and if if you don't do anything that doesn't serve you you know go to where you appreciate queen whatever but her past behavior in situations like this and her view of what consists of people not respecting black women versus people not just not respecting her makes this a little disingenuous and it feels like and it feels like you're leveraging a moment a moment in society to make to to make your personal worth more She's always one of those it's somebody else's fault motherfuckers. Because it's because it, it was like that with the Hollywood party. Yeah. It wasn't that they weren't respecting black women or they had a black woman drag dragged out of the party. It was that you. It was you. You. And her past behavior in this makes me feel like you're just co-opting a moment to leverage more worth for yourself. Mm. That's the kind of shit that I don't want. In, in, that I don't want in the movement. That's the kind of shit that has no place right now. It's not about you. It's not about you. And that's I know it's the hardest thing for Amanda Seals to hear ever. It's not about you. It's not about you. It's not about um, you t- showing us how genuine you are because you're in your house not putting on makeup. It's not about you. And I just think we have to unpack what celebrities we have expectations from and why we had i looked at i looked at jay-z and what he was going to do a certain way because he propped himself up in a position of community leadership Mm -hmm. kanye west propped himself up in a position of community leadership for like his first three or four albums for the first half of his career basically I don't. Ex- I don't have those same high expectations of the fucking Migos. Basically, until he became a Kardashian. Yeah. Until he became a Kardashian, correct? Yeah, Migos. You don't have. Yeah, you're right. You don't have those same expectations of Quavo, Offset, and Takeoff. Takeoff. That that is his name. Takeoff. I always forget. I almost name. said Liftoff. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Though I'm though though I am sure um, you know Offset will be matching. Cardi's efforts in this situation. I yeah. think Cardi's doing some things. Um, it, it you just you you have to read the room and you have to and you can't take everybody. It, it's just like judging movies. You can't 
you can't judge the hangover with the same merits that you would judge Schindler's list. <laughs> and so I just I think we just have to do a better of unpacking who we're looking at in a certain way and why. Right. That's all I that's just that's all I have there. Um, what else? BT. BT's fucking up again. BT invited uh supposedly invited uh Donald Trump and Joe Biden to uh to have a town hall forum Mm-mm. on Juneteenth. Mm-mm. No, please don't. That's not what we want. It's, uh, well, first of all, it's not going to happen. Uh, no, it's no, not, not going to happen. Not no. at all. Trump won't do it, and Biden's people won't let him do it. <laughs> Trump won't do it, and Biden's people can't assure us that he won't call someone in the audience Jamal <laughs> or Supreme or Supreme, right? <laughs> <laughs> Um, um, that that has that would have the potential. Two old white men having a town hall meeting on June on Juneteenth. That is the most tone deaf thing. That is the most tone deaf thing I've ever heard from BET. Ever. No, ever. Okay, ever. Because there's a lot of competition. I was to say <laughs> BET's done a lot of fucking up. Viacom's done a, done a lot of fucking up. And that's the other problem is that maybe my expectations are too high. Because I'm, I'm confused. I'm still thinking as if BET is still black owned. No, and it's not. No, Bob Johnson got his billions. Was like, I'm good, and got the fuck out of Dodge. And now it's a Viacom product. It's a Viacom product. It's it's about as black owned as whatever that dark skinned Barbie was. Wow. Yeah, I said it. It was black Barbie. There was some kind of like dark skin. Barbie had like a black friend or some shit. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this is BET just being tone deaf and fucking up, and I, that's 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 actually worse than bringing on a well known uh, blogger scammer Jamie Broadno from uh, Black Girl Nerds on. Damn. Um, I would I, at this point, I'm afraid to even watch the debates later this year. I'm afraid. I'm gonna give it like. The first thirty minutes. Nah, nah. nah you gonna watch the whole? Thing. I'm gonna watch the whole first you gonna watch one. The, it's gonna be a train wreck. It's it's gonna be bad. It's gonna. Be, I don't know because I don't know if it's gonna be hilarious or depressing. It'll be both. And you're gonna yeah. be sitting there leaning over your keyboard like, I'm about to vote for this motherfucker, man. Fuck. I'm gonna need a lot. Fortunately, Instacart delivers from Specs. <laughs> so Wait, what? Yeah. They they yeah what? they deliver from specs, real talk. I just had to I just had to well I I still have to order some more uh, tequila for my margaritas. That is no bullshit. Wow, that's a game changer. That's a game changer. Yes, sir. Ooh, little cirrhosis of the liver. Here I come. <laughs> um. What else is going on? Black Lives Matter suing the federal government and the Trump administration <laughs> over um, the excessive force used at the protests outside the White House. Mm-hmm. Um, this is these are the kind of moves I want to see from this organization. These are the kind of moves I want to see from organizations representing me. Um, there there has to be some balance. Yes, we can do the marches, we can do the demonstrations and the protests, the riots, what have you. Um, there should also be some movement on the legal front, and we're in, we're in a, get you an organization that can do both. We are at a stage in 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 the civil rights movement, and this is definitely a civil rights movement. By the way, this is the largest civil rights movement in human history. 
Ever. Um, protests in all 50 states. Um, we're at a point where in order to affect change, you have to confront the government. You have to confront those people who are who have taken an oath to serve you as a constituent. You have to confront them and you have to show them that you're not scared. So absolutely, you're going to sue this motherfucker over the way that they, they gassed peaceful protesters in front of an institution that, that is quite literally, literally and figuratively there to serve the people. And and they're nervous. And make no mistake, they're nervous. The lights are off over there all the time. They have built up another fence. <laughs> he got his wall. He got his wall. He I, got. I, I saw a cartoon that, that uh, a cartoon about his little stupid fence that somebody was holding a sign that said, did Mexico pay for this? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Look, the the mayor of D.C. She is not taking your shit. Vicente Fox will would would cop the pain for this. Oh yeah, he would, and tell Trump to suck his dick. <laughs> what that? Now that was a landmark moment <laughs> in politics for me. I will never forget him, Vicente Fox tweeting, "I'm not paying for that fucking wall." Yeah, I love that shit. That's that's landmark. Yeah, and 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 the thing is, people people now. Are confronting, you know, not just Trump, but they're also confronting their local governments. Did you did you see? And I know this is off script. Yeah. Did you see the the Zoom meeting that uh, Los Angeles held? I did not. Okay. So um, I think it was like the I think the, either the mayor or chief of police mm-hmm. um, with the LAPD had <laughs> they had a, so they basically had a town hall meeting with the people of LA. Mm-hmm. You call in. You get on the Zoom meeting and you're given like two minutes or a minute or 30 seconds or whatever to leave public comments um, with them. Oh, shit. Um, I'm, I'm going to play this if, if I can find it. Okay. This was one of the greatest things I've ever heard. So imagine you, you ha- you, you're looking at a screen, a Zoom meeting with elected officials, mm-hmm. and they're taking comments from the public. Oh, this is going to be Getting good. roasted. This is going to be good. Getting roasted. Let's go. By the way, I think I think Houston's going to do the same thing this Tuesday. Oh shit! And people will get roasted. All right, so Oz is hearing this for the first time, y'all. Black Lives Matter defund the police. I find it disgusting that the LAPD is slaughtering peaceful protesters on the street. I had two friends go to the protest in Beverly Hills a couple of days ago, and the protest was peaceful. So the police showed up with their excessive violent force. Shooting rubber bullets and throwing tear gas. Is this what you think of protecting and serving? Because I think it's bullshit. Fuck you, Michael Moore. I refuse to call you an officer or a chief because you don't deserve those titles. You are a disgrace. Suck my dick and choke on it. I yield my time. Fuck you. (laughs) So back to the topic of of white white allies. (laughs) We need something and fuck you. I yield my time. So <laughs> that's so good. So we need more of our white allies to tell their elected officials to suck my dick and choke on it. And professionally <laughs> yield your time afterwards. That's, that's the best part. <laughs> it's, it's like, I yield my time. Fuck you. Oh man. That, um, that is classic. This is this is the type of energy that we need to Again, these people work for us. 
Um, we hire them when we vote them. And, and I know, I know I'm going to stretch this show out. So I did send you the one with, with Jacob Frey, the, the mayor of Minneapolis. Oh, God. Going into yes. the crowd, right? Okay. Um, the mayor of Minneapolis, where George Floyd was murdered, um, showed up to what looks like it must have been a Black Lives Matter rally. Yeah, I mean. Because I saw the shirts. At this point, we have to assume that all of them are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So I, I let Oz hear this one. Um, no, actually, I'm, I'm not. I'm not going to give y'all the actual. Man, this this that shit was classic. He came out, and then it was so funny because they gave him the opportunity. They were like, "Oh no, say what you're gonna say," mm-hmm. and he was like, "I do not support uh, the, 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 the abolition, abolition of the millennia of the Minneapolis Police Department." And they just yelled at him, "Fuck out of here!" Took the mic from him. They snatched the mic. Go home, Jacob. Go home. When you're when you are the mayor of a city, and the people of your city looked you in the face, call you by your first name like a child, and tell you to go home. And you walk your ass home. And they told you to get the fuck out of here. And he walked away. You might as well have heard the Price is Right music. (laughs) That shit was classic. Oh, he's only 38. He's only 38. He's mad young. Hey. He's an 80s baby. Hey, he got that work, though. That motherfucker remembers Voltron. That's horrible. That's... Look, he ought to be embarrassed. He got that work. That's yeah, all I'm dude. saying. That's how that's how you stop white people. Um, let's see what else. Did I, did I get, oh, here's a wonderful moment. So Alexis Ohanian, <laughs> y'all will remember him as Serena Williams' husband, Serena, Serena Williams' white husband, um, co-founder of Reddit. Also, the co-founder of Reddit actually stepped down. Uh, left Reddit, which he, uh, which he yes co-founded. Mm-hmm. He's on the board. He's on the board. He stepped down from the board, demanded a black replacement, and gave like a million dollars to Colin Kaepernick's uh, campaign. Yep. Let me tell you something. And now <laughs> we we just got to talking about motives and performative, what have you. First of all, let me just say, let me commend it first and say this is a good move. Yes. This is a good move. This is a great place to put your money. This is a great place to put your money where your mouth is as far as uh, giving up you sacrificing something for the greater good. Giving up your spot for someone that needs to be there. Exactly. Uh, Because you recognize you're taking up space. Having said that, given that he is married to... Not only just a black athlete, but one of the greatest athletes in living memory. Yes. I have to feel like there was a pussy embargo involved. <laughs> yeah. Um, I feel like there was there I feel like there were a couple of nights last week where he rolled over he did the you know what time it is rollover and Serena put that put that rollover, I'm going to bed rollover on it. Mm. You know, she hit him with the "what you want." It was the first night in a while where she hadn't, where she didn't have her ass turned to him, and he didn't know what to do. 
and they had to have a real talk. So you know you you know you quitting that bum ass job, right? I mean, uh, uh, look, look, look. Reddit is the Reddit is the is one of the focal points for terrible things. Yes, for terrible things and white people who think they're doing the world a, a, a service and they're not. Um, and I'm pretty, I'm pretty. See, and that's the thing, y'all. I'm pretty sure that Serena looked at him and was like, "Look, man, all that little cute shit that y'all, you, your little friends, be talking on Reddit, all that bullshit you're talking about." So, you know, that's got you need to do right? so. Yeah, he was like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna write this check. I'll write a check." And she was like, "Oh no, 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 no. Thank. Well, first, thank you. Keep writing the check. Keep writing the check. How much? As a matter of fact, hundred ten thousand. Add a zero. Hundred thousand. Add a zero. A million? There you go. There you go. Okay. Now keep writing cool. the check. All right, that's cool. But I got you. Uh, you know you you know you quitting that job, right? I'm I'm what now? Quitting that job. You're oh. quitting oh. that bum ass job. Oh. Uh, you're gonna come home. Yeah. You're gonna come home. You're gonna watch this kid. Oh. oh mm, okay. And uh, you are gonna demand that uh my my homeboy. Take your spot. Oh wow! I, I mean, yes, ma'am. Okay. All right. So can you know I, what to do. Can I? Can I smell your pussy now? Uh, you can. You can go sleep in the couch. You can go sleep in the pool house. Yes. Yes, ma'am. There you go. Good boy. Tomorrow, maybe. Uh, we'll see. Oh, thank you, ma'am. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. We know. We know <laughs> who wear. We know who wears the pants or doesn't wear any pants. Look in that relationship. They can both wear a skirt. Real talk. Whatever they're wearing, she's wearing it. I'll show. Up, I mean, I'll show up to the wedding in a kilt if it's Serena Williams. <laughs> uh, he he, uh, he insisted it was his idea. Uh, he has to. I insisted that's bullshit. I insist that she <laughs> insisted that he insist that that was his idea. Fuck the bullshit. Uh, and, and 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 hey, I'm not mad at it. Yeah. I don't usually. I I usually think the happy wife, happy life thing. Is dismissive and it's reductive, and it it doesn't and it doesn't give women enough credit and agency in the relationship. You also have not been married, sir. I have also not been married, mm-hmm. and um, if I am married to Serena Williams, yeah, I have no problem going by the happy wife, <laughs> happy life guidelines. This is why I just don't do marriage. <laughs> so I don't. So I don't know. Um, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back with more foolishness and fuckery. You are listening to Houston's most savage podcast. Pour up. And we're back. Yeah. We are black. Yeah. We are opinionated. Yes. And the day drinking is back on. Back. I am drunk. I, I I feel good. It was good to be back in the same room, by the way. Very much. In so. case y'all didn't realize, we were in the same room last week. It's true. That's why the shit was extra saucy. We've not and and we don't and and let me just say, we've talked about a lot about the people that are not social distancing, um, uh, that are out here fucking up just out out irresponsibly. We do not take this lightly. Absolutely. We were both. We both understand that we both don't go anywhere. And this was a this was a month of check ins of like maybe this week nah yeah yeah right. let's, let's let's stretch it out for another week you know it's um 
Yeah, and like, we'll still take the temperature as it, yeah. as it goes on. We're still going to take the temperature of just the the mood outdoors. Yeah. And nobody wants to walk outside and walk into the walking dead. Because <laughs> right now, that's where Texas is leading. Mm. leading. There's, niggas are out, out. Yeah, notice, like, especially over the last week and a half, I think everything has pretty much gone out the window. Social distancing is over, uh, I think. Uh, social distancing is not over on my part. No, not on mine. I, I, I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving the house for big events until at least August. Legit, I'm here till September. Real talk. You ain't never lied about that. Legit. Because I definitely want to leave the state for September for my birthday. Yeah. U.S. passed two million confirmed cases. Damn. Yeah. Those are not promising uh, statistics. I can just read those graphs, and that's just, that's not promising. Texas is in the top ten. Of course I just, we are. I just want to see if we... Eh. I think New York is flattening the curve, of all people. Yeah. The spike hasn't been too bad, but I also know that they probably haven't done any tests over the yeah, last week. Too. I think... Uh, Atlanta's fucking up, too. Yeah. All right. I don't want to talk too much about this. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's depressing. Um... There was something else on my docket. Ah, oh, no, fuck it. I'll figure it out later. Uh, it's time for White People Must Be Stopped. Skirt, skirt! It's, it's weird to have a White People Must Be Stopped segment when kind of everything is on a White People Must Be Stopped vibe right now. Um, but I did want to highlight uh, the men and women of the Buffalo Police Department. <laughs> the Buffalo Police Department has resorted to just pushing old people down. And the shit is wild. Like this old man, it looked like he was taking. It looked like he was handing them back their helmet. It, you know what? It honestly doesn't matter what he was doing. He was at all. He was not being aggressive in any way. And it looked like they were taking into consideration what he was saying at first. Yeah. And then just decided that they were sick of the conversation. Yeah, he's got their helmet in his hand. Yeah. He was clearly trying to take back someone's property and they just shoved the fuck out of him and they shoved him all the way back and he is lying flat on his back as people are just walking over him, as other officers just walking the fuck over him. And one dude, one of the officers actually went to check on him and the other officer pushed him, pulled him away like, no, 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 keep it moving, keep it moving. Exactly. As he bled from behind the ear. Acting like he calling backup in. Nigga, backup is with you. Yeah, a 75-year-old man. And one, and then one of the protesters tried to run and check on him. And yeah. They, and they tried to get, they got a little frisky with him. Man, that's some fuck shit. Um, so, they have been charged with a felony assault. Um, yeah, they were suspended and charged. Good. I've never, let, let me see the pictures again. They look like they look like they look like Tom Hardy characters. You know, Tom Hardy gets in that bag now where he got to put a bunch of fucking Ron Perlman face makeup on. Yeah, they they look like Tom Hardy in different stages of sobriety. <laughs> Wasn't that Tom Hardy playing Al Capone, and they said that shit was terrible? Or was it Colin Farrell? I don't know. Right. Who knows? Right. What? Just one of these mid-level white boys that just ain't going nowhere. Fucking Colin Farrell. Now the 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 wild part about it is, um, 
so they got suspended and charged and then all 57 officers who were on that emergency response team quit the team as well now they still they still work with the police force but the the other officers quit the team in, in protest so, no in solidarity with the two that got suspended get the fuck out of here yeah it, I'm telling you, the police, police in general, just turning into an episode of "It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia." Well, if you're gonna protest, we're gonna protest harder. I'm telling you, all this shit. I'm telling you, Danny McBride is just sitting around writing all this shit down <laughs> for his next HBO project. Um, he's he's gonna he's gonna do his own version of Reno. You know, Reno 911 is back. It's on Quibi, so I'll never see it. Yeah, me too. Do you have to pay for Quibi? Yep. Oh, so, I'm not. No, I'm not paying. So for I'll that. never see it. Fifteen minute episodes? Never. For nine ninety nine a month? Nope. The, 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 what? Hmm. Get the fuck out of here! It, it, if HBO Max is fifteen dollars, which for some reason I'm getting for free, I haven't figured that hey, out. I'm exactly. not questioning, but I got it for free. <laughs> right. Um, if HBO Max is fifteen dollars, there's no reason. Uh. uh a streaming service that just shows fifteen-minute skits, basically, yes. should be fifteen dollars. It should be ten dollars. That ain't right. It won't be around for long. That business model cannot last. Um. So also, there were the uh, the there were Black Lives Matter. Now leading up to this, a lot of people in Texas saw flyers. If you live in Texas, specifically in Dallas or in Houston. You probably saw a lot of flyers on social media for a Black Lives Matter protest for George Floyd in Vider, Texas. Hmm. For those of you that don't outside of Texas that don't know what Vider is, um, New Yorkers would refer to it as Staten Island. Vider is referred to as Texas's most hate-filled town ever. And if you've ever driven from Houston to Beaumont or Louisiana or driven down I-10 East headed in that direction, you will pass through. City of Vider. You had to. You definitely made plans to drive slightly faster to get through Vider, Texas. You do not stop in Vider at all. In fact, a friend of mine in college was coming back from somewhere in Louisiana. Um, his his truck or van or whatever he had broke down. His car broke down on the freeway in Vider. He pushed his car down the 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 the, the, the shoulder of the freeway. He did not push until, it until he was outside of the Vider city limit. Holy shit! That's commitment. That's that, commitment to to uh, self preservation. That's and that's Vider, Texas. Like a lot of you know. Now I know y'all know the movie Green Book. That and um, the thing that they don't tell you about that movie, the actual Green Book, uh, was originally a book of uh, uh, like a ledger of places that black people probably wanted to avoid in their travels across America. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you Vider, Texas was in this green book. Chapter one. I don't need to know what's in the book to be able to tell you without a doubt. Vider, Texas was probably in the original green book. Chapter one. Had to be. Um, and they had protests. And judging from, and I can just say. They had about 200 people. Which is which is good for Viter, which has like a I, I, they they might have five hundred people in there. In, yeah. Um. Let me just say, I encourage no one to go to this to, to to go to this. It came up in my group chat, and I was like, "Nigga, that's a trap." Mm-hmm. Yep. I I can only assume between this and the neatly stacked 
pallets of bricks <laughs> that show up at all these protest sites now that white people have put Wiley Coyote on the payroll. <laughs> I could just I just see a string going around the corner with some white man with some white man giggling, just ready to ready to pull the giant mouse trap. <laughs> I just I, I I I can I can imagine it. They think they're so fucking smart. Um, this looked like a trap. I'm looking at the the pictures from the protest. It still looks like a trap. There's a lot of horizontal surfaces where you can hang shit from. Real talk. Trees. You got some a lot kind of, of trees. Some kind of truss or something there. I see a I see a couple of sniper points from the freeway. Yeah. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Actually, uh, there's a couple white. There's a couple black people peppered into the ground and shit. Mm-hmm. No, I don't like that yeah. shit at all whatsoever. Um, all the motherfuckers look like they auditioned for Grand Torino. <laughs> um. So yeah, send your racist stories. Send your real life uh, racist. Uh, your real life racist encounters along with your listener letters uh music suggestions questions for myself d randall and any of our guests uh please send them to opinions while black at gmail.com uh oh yeah actually i did want to go in a little bit um y'all a lot of y'all especially if you live in the houston or texas area have been seeing a lot of propaganda revolving around the Houston police chief, Art Acevedo. Let me be very clear about something right here. I want to make my stance known right here, right now, because I am not running for any form of public office, so I don't have to mince my words here. Fuck Art Acevedo. Fuck Art Art Acevedo with an unwashed, giant, 12-inch black rubber dildo. Fuck Art Acevedo. Fuck him. Really. Fuck him. He's not white. He's not white. And I and yes, this is the white people must be stopped uh, segment. Fuck him. Really. Seriously. I mean that. Fuck him. All the shit you're seeing on social media about him being some hero of the people, taking selfies with with the protesters. Whoever took that. Whoever took that picture. Whoever ran that in their paper, whoever ran that on social media as the narrative, suck my dick. Real talk. You know why? Because I guarantee you, whoever he was taking selfies with in the in the crowd, he was gas he was tear gassing them an hour later. Uh we just had a we just had an assembly here at Discovery Green uh over over last week. Over sixty thousand people. Sixty thousand. 1,800 people got arrested. Wow. 1,800 people got arrested. This is after the uh, this is after the, the Houston Police Department basically created a perimeter so that people could not leave and told people to leave and told people told people to leave. And there is video of them telling people to get on the sidewalk when they're already on the sidewalk and they have their and they have their batons and their shields up like they're like they're the fucking 300 Spartans. Forcing them back, basically antagonizing the protesters uh, into a conflict, which was a peaceful protest for about two hours, maybe less, and trucked out eighteen and arrested and trucked out eighteen hundred people. I think some of them are still getting out of jail in buses, prison buses. Buses look like they had on fucking AC buses. Them buses. The one Eddie Murphy got shot in another 48 hours type shit. Damn. 
Um, I, this is a joke. This is a joke. Art Acevedo has been a fucking joke and a fucking shit stain on the underwear of Houston for a while now. I shit you not. He's got at least one. He's got at least one raid gone wrong on his on his on his docket. Isn't that isn't that the one where the where the undercovers got killed? Yeah, they 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 did a no knock, um, without a warrant. Without a warrant, they 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 tried to claim that they were in there doing some heroin or selling heroin or some shit, and it just turned out they had some weed in there, and yeah, somebody died, and he has yet to be held accountable at all. So, please rail against this narrative. Please rail against this hero narrative. This man of the people narrative. I don't feel I don't feel safe for the people that were even standing within five within a six foot radius of this man. I feel like all of them are on a watch list somewhere ready to get shot. Fuck Art Acevedo. And 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 if you listen if you listen to this and you're in a position to to to, to, to have him listen to this, tell him I said it. Suck my dick. Suck my dick. You know what? Suck my dick. He probably knows where to find me. I don't y'all. This is just evidence then. Fuck him. Really. Seriously. I, I swear to God, I hate this motherfucker. On that note, I'm drunk and we're going to take a quick break and we'll be back with your listener letters in the top three STFUs. You're listening to Houston's most savage podcast. Pour up. And we're back. We're black. Certainly. We are opinionated. Whew. Clearly, I am overserved. And I'm okay with that. It's a Sunday. Fuck that it. That bottle's almost gone. It lasted two episodes. Um, I, I, yeah, I, just, I had to get my shit off real quick, man. You know, um, we're definitely still... We, we, have, we have listeners outside of the Houston area, but we are, to our heart, hometown boys, born and raised... Um, we love this city and, uh, we represent for the city and we had to, we had to call out the bullshit, man. Um, on that note, um, oh, did you, we had to, oh, I, oh, that's who I should have sent flowers to, uh, as well at the beginning of the episode. Flowers to Natasha Rothwell, um, who plays Kelly on Insecure. Mm-hmm. Um, Insecure, as far as I'm concerned. Just had its best episode of the series. Yeah, I agree. Um, that was a wonderful episode. Natasha Rothwell wrote the episode. Um, she was very active unpacking on Twitter about each scene. Um, for those of you that are uh, caught up, hopefully you're caught up by now. Legendary episode. I, I, I mean, I, it, it, the performances, everything was on point. It was it was one of those episodes that we've all been waiting for, but didn't realize that we were waiting for it. If that makes any sense. Uh, I, no, I agree. Everything was there, yeah. down to the visuals. Yeah. Did you the visual that stuck out to me? I'll probably post this on social media at some point. There was that visual of them against the neon lights, mm-hmm. and there was the neon lights, the blue, the blue contrasting against Lawrence's red, yep. and Isis red contrasting against the neon blue and showed this kind of equality there, this kind of balance, this yin yang kind of thing 
because Issa and Lawrence were unpacking their relationship and kind of rebuilding a friendship there. Yes. And they were finally at a moment where they're both they both evolved or are evolving and they're able to meet each other's needs emotionally and otherwise. And I thought that was a that was kind of a deep moment there for me. Right. Um I love I lo- everything was perfect down to the music. Just um and it, it was one of those things that I think I think they this episode came at a good time because people are in people are a lot of people are still quarantining and social distancing and they miss that human interaction of just being able to yeah. laugh and be free with somebody and cut up and have a night evolve that way. Right. And so I think that hit all the right notes for a lot of people. Yeah. Metaphorically, like it, it literally started off with Issa falling on her face. Oh my god! And if, and if that, that was if that wasn't a metaphor for this entire show so far, I mean that that's just a great metaphor that. Um, Issa tries to walk in sexy yeah. and just fumbles it. Yeah, and she ate it. Well, she ate it full on. And what I love about their relationship is that that's what Lawrence expects from her. Yep. So he just rolled with it. He's like, Shh, "You good? You good? You need a you need, <laughs> you need a second? No. Okay, I'll be over here." Now, if that ain't a couple that's used to each other, yeah, and just knows knows what to do and what not to do, I don't know what is. I just have one lingering question from the episode. What's that? How long did the Uber driver stay outside? That Uber driver, that Uber driver knew what time it <laughs> he was. was. He was already gone before she tried to go back out. I was gonna say he looked at that chemistry. Was like, no, nah, she ain't coming out. Yeah, she ain't coming out. Give this, her, give her five minutes. I know this part of town. That's a nice apartment. This nigga's plan is working. <laughs> this nigga's plan is working. And then, can we talk about the fact that Lawrence has a cleaning lady? Hey man, Lawrence to come up in the world. Hey man, he, he he's, might be knocking her down. He nah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Might be knocking it down. Um, I that that was just that that episode hit all the right notes. The music was dope. Uh, you will probably end up hearing a, a couple one of those songs on on this show at some point. It was one of the most it was one of the most um, honest conversations that the show has ever had between two people that weren't being pretentious about anything. They were just like, "This is what it is." I think it was the first honest conversation that's been on the show. And, I real talk, and it was refreshing to see that. And I have to say, Lawrence is better than me. Because let me tell you something. When he, I felt, I felt it in my chest when he asked, "Why Daniel?" Yeah. When they were unpacking the cheating, yeah. Why Daniel? Let me tell you something. Daniel would have been a sore topic with me for many years to come. <laughs> Daniel couldn't see me on the street. I shook your hand. Yeah. I shook your hand. Like, like you, you don't understand. Niggas take nigg, when 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 they find out that they even know of the nigga that you cheated with. Everything's personal. That nigga shook my hand. I sneezed, and that nigga said, "Bless you, bro." And then he fucked my girl. <laughs> Fuck out of here, nigga. Fuck out of here, nigga. It's on site, bro. No, don't ever do that. Don't tell me bless you and then fuck my girl, bro. Fuck you. Yeah, it would have been on site. <laughs> it would have been a problem. And I am not a jealous, possessive person at all. But that would have been personal for many years to come. It sounds kind of personal, man. A little bit. A little okay, bit. Okay. I, I'm, I'm not the person to talk to about cheating at all. <laughs> I'm just, um, 
But yeah, I'm very happy for that. Although, I'm just going to go ahead and throw my prediction. Everybody's prediction at this point. Condola's totally pregnant. Condola's mm. pregnant. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's what she had. That's what she kept blowing him up about. Yep. She's pregnant. This, yep. this shit is about... Somebody on my timeline said this shit is about to turn to the game. Uh, they well, might not be wrong. Well, <laughs> um. Anyway, uh, it is time. For, oh, actually, I was about to jump right into the top three. It's time for your listener letters. Yeah. Uh, we have Fuck a couple it. listener letters this week. Fuck y'all asking us this week, man. To, that, that's where I'm at. That's what I'm like, man. <laughs> Fuck y'all want, bro. <laughs> um, we have a listener letter from. Oh, Courtney. Uh, hey, Courtney. Uh, Courtney Winchester. Okay. Um, uh, congratulations on the baby. Oh, congrats. Uh, very cute baby. Okay. Um, uh, Courtney asks, I want to discuss Asian Doll's dumbass. I did not know who Asian Doll was until this morning when I had to Google who Asian Doll was. Um, you sound like me every week when y'all bring up a new nigga that I have no idea about. <laughs> um, and how are y'all following these people that are nothing? What is Asian Doll from? Asian Doll is just she's just she's a rapper. She's just a rapper. And she just and the big news with her before this was that she changed her name to uh, Asian Doll, Asian the Brat, which is a strange way to take the brand. Now, call me old. Asian doll is not Asian. At all. At least China black is black. Asian doll ain't even... No, she looks blackity black. Yeah, that this picture, she looks black as... She blackity black. Yeah. She looks like a younger version of Kaya. Yeah, that's before, that's got that's got good and bad qualities. She looks to like it. Kaya before her neck and her back were fucked yeah, up. Yeah, man, uh, I got shit to say. you know I got shit to say about Kaya, but I'm gonna say that for next week. Um, Asian doll tweet had a problematic to some a tweet. Um, I'm assuming this is what Courtney's talking about. A lot of light skinned girls posting Black Lives Matter like you hoes not racist, like you hoes not racist too. Y'all bullied light, uh, dark-skinned girls all our life, thinking y'all was better than us. Talked about our skin, called us, talked about our skin color, called us monkeys. You hoes, fraud. Mm. But keep spreading fake love. You hoes will never understand us. Mm. And then backs it up with uh, light-skinned bitches way evil and jealous to dark-skinned girls than the white than the white folks. But that's a different racist topic. Okay, isn't it hard to like? Take people seriously when, when like the grammar and the spelling grammar is, is off. It's all a, all of this was all of that was like two sentences, uh, like a sentence and a half maybe. Okay, uh, so as far as Asian doll goes, um, though it was not the most eloquently said, uh, though she could have painted that picture with a different. Maybe not a less broad brush, but a different brush. Maybe she could have been a little specific in what she was talking about. Um, she's not wrong. There is definitely, and from what I can tell, Courtney now Courtney is light skinned. Okay. Um, 
and Courtney is light skinned as far as I know and and fro and what I know what I know of Courtney and my personal experiences, um, she has always treated everybody the same. So it might not occur to her, just like some things don't occur to me as a man that women go through, mm-hmm. that there is an element of uh light-skinned people there's an element of colorism here mm-hmm. where there are lights there are lighter skinned people who have talked down on darker skinned people there are darker skinned yeah. people that talk down darker skinned people and there's an historical precedent for that um long time precedent yeah um there was i mean light skin i mean light skinned dudes light skinned dudes are pretty in now because black is because you know we're rooting for everybody black but niggas Eddie Murphy, Eddie Murphy, his brother used to get shit on being the darkest niggas in Hollywood. Yeah, and before and after that, it was Wesley Snipes. Nobody wanted to be Wesley Snipes black. Um, and whatever happened for the men, I can only assume. No, I can't. I don't. I don't have to assume. It went twice as hard for black women. Yeah, and the color and the colorism spaces for black women. We're probably twice as we're probably twice as nuts, and what Asian Doll is talking about right now, even though she's not playing with the strongest hand, calling herself Asian Doll, but that could play into the psychological, what have yous. Um, Asian, what Asian Doll here is talking about is her being fed up with uh, being talked about a certain way, and that and now that we're talking about Black Lives Matter. She's getting her shit off because there's no better there's no better time to unpack this and for people in our community to unpack their self hate so we can go forward as a as a as a union as a nation. Yep. And now she didn't say it in the most eloquent way, but this is a discussion that needs to be had. Um and she's going at it with Mariah Lynn. Get the fuck out of it. I, I'm not even going to address Mariah Lynn. Uh, 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 loving hip-hop. Okay. Um, I'm not even going to address Mariah Lynn. This is this is a topic... Mariah Lynn need not even be involved in a topic about colorism. Mariah Lynn need not be involved anywhere near this. this is is it, that a photo of Mariah Lynn? Yes. She's not. She doesn't appear to be black. She's not. Not at all. Not whatsoever. Not even a little bit. Why are we talking to her? Exactly. Okay. Exactly. That's why I'm not even addressing that. Okay. Mariah Lynn doesn't need to be in the neighborhood of this fucking topic. But Asian Doll is not 100 percent wrong here. She's not. She's not. She's not even. I'd say. I'd say she's like 90 percent right. Again, the approach. But I can't even be mad at the approach. I can't silence her approach because that would be like silencing these these protests. What's crazy? <laughs> First She's of all, fed up. First of all, I get it. Colorism is stupid. First of all, at hundred percent. And second of all, it's just it's just hilarious. Not hilarious. I'm just using. It's a bad choice of words. It's but, crazy. But I'm drunk. I wouldn't even consider her dark skin, which is kind of the crazy part. Like that. I mean it. But she, the, but she, you know what? We she, don't know what we don't know if there's been a degree of bleaching since she got on. We don't know if there's been. We don't know. True. But I mean, you know, there's Tyrese and Morris Chestnut dark. 
Correct. There is um, Lupita. Lupita Dark. And, uh, but, but anyway, we should. It, it doesn't even matter. Yeah, we don't even have to dice it up um, like that. Colorism has always been a thing. Um, it is something that that we need to work on collectively, as we're navigating everything else that we're trying to that we're trying to work on. Um, and and there are people who will say, well, let's you know one thing at a time. No, it's very possible for us to do all this at one time. I hate that bigger fish to fry <laughs> yeah. shit. Fry all the fish. Fry all the fish right now. We niggas, we'll eat it all. Fry all the fish. Because, you know, overcoming colorism is a very easy thing. You can just choose to not do it. Exactly. So, problem solved. <laughs> well, and you can choose not to do it. There's all, Now, within self, there this also comes from roots from a degree of self-hate mm-hmm. that has been brought on by uh, European standards of beauty. Correct. Um, so that does, so that does factor in a little bit when people, cause we all know when people lash out at you, a lot of times they're lashing out about some shit they're angry with themselves about. Correct. Um, so going forward, um, and to address Courtney, Asian Doll is a little wild I, from what I, from what I've read up about her. I've not heard any of her music yet. Asian Doll is a little, she's a little out there. But she is not a hundred percent wrong. I can see how her approach might be off-putting, but I can see how the protest might be off-putting to some people. But you can't be mad at how people get fed up. And Asian Dolls clearly, this is clearly a moment for her to be fed up and for her to get her shit off. So I'm not mad at it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, if you have if Courtney, you know, um, you know where it is. I love you to death. If you have a reply or something, um, go ahead and hit me up. We'll unpack it on the show. Um, congratulations on the kid. That's an adorable, lovely kid. Um, Courtney's gonna be an interesting, mom. <laughs> I just, I, I'm just at that age where like people around me that I would have just never expected to procreate are now in that position. Yeah. And they're rolling with it, and they're winning. That's what that like like it was it was it was hard for me to get around the fact that some of my friends are teachers now, yeah. And I had never had teachers when I was growing up that looked like my friends that are teachers. I'm just saying, like it's a different it's a different world. It's it, a new world. It's out a there. different world from where you come from. I'm just saying, we've had Ariel's a teacher. That's still <laughs> that's still amazing. Um, Kiara Foster asks, can Transformers transform if they are missing a limb? I'm, yeah, I'm really curious about where this question came from. I don't know where the fuck this question came from. Does this person smoke weed? Yeah. Okay. 100%. That's where it came from. Um... I'm pr- well back. Yeah, yeah, I think she does. Look, as a person who had many Transformers back in the day, and broke many of them, they still transform. They still transform. I I always imagine in my head it would be like that Kanye Jay Z video where they just sawed the doors yeah. off of the off the, of the joint. The Otis video. Now, yeah, that that was that was some shit. It's kind of what it looks like. Uh, yeah, so I could see that. Um, you know where it maybe came from? There was one of those movies that ended with Optimus Prime with no arm. Yo, Optimus Prime got fucked. He's been fucked up a lot over the Man, years, y'all. Optimus Prime and them Michael Bay movies, Optimus Prime be getting his ass whooped. <laughs> I mean, 
He didn't yeah. get his ass. I mean, he comes back as like, as he always does because yeah. he's the god. But it always starts off with Optimus Prime taking a hard L. Just getting handled. I mean, god damn. I, don't, I, but then don't get me started on them fucking Mark Wahlberg Transformer mm. movies. That shit was crazy. Um, there was a Transformer with testicles, y'all. Just remember that. Bruh. There was a Transformer with testicles. And, and I took my niece to see that one. That was some weird shit. Well, I mean, even in the first one, Bumblebee pissed on one of the government agents. Yeah, it's brake fluid. Bumblebee, stop lubricating on the man. That was some, <laughs> that was some wild shit. Um, thank you, Courtney. Thank you, Kiera. Um, I'm glad that women are partaking in what is we though we have fought it, what is proven to be a boys' club. <laughs> I am so glad that women are partaking in this shit. And actually hitting us up and, um, you know, um, spreading the word about us. I am very happy about that. Yeah. Um, so send all your listener letters uh, to opinionswhileblack at gmail.com or log on to opinionswhileblack.com. There's a portal there where you can easily uh, email us at any one of our social media outlets, whether it be Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Now it is time for the top three STFUs. Who are the three people in America that need to shut the fuck up? Mm. Number three. Who is number three, actually? Oh, number three is the NFL. (laughs) Just the organization. Just, okay. So, Roger Goodell. No, here's here's what happened. (laughs) I'm not going to give you the news, the newsy version. Here's what happened. Last week, the NFL tweeted or Instagrammed or whatever some half-ass, we, we're with you, we see you, uh, Avatar Tree of Life bullshit about Black Lives Matter that nobody bought into. Right. And after Drew Brees said some stupid shit, Drew Brees of New Orleans Saints. Falcons fans are never going to let them live this shit down. No. Never. Um, Drew Brees said uh, basically that he would not tolerate, he would not support any disrespecting of the flag or our troops. When that is not, e- that's not even the, that's not even the company lie right now. Right. You, you own some shit from two years ago. You, you must not have been paying attention, bro. Drew Brees is overdue for a system update. Um, after he said that shit and had to backtrack it and apologize for this shit like three times, the NFL put out a more heartfelt, by their standards, <laughs> a more heartfelt um, letter of sympathy and um, denouncing of racism that I can only imagine Jay-Z ghost wrote. Mm. I don't even think he goes through it. 50 grand on this verse again over one take. I, I think Jamal, who's been working for the NFL, <laughs> and has been raising his hand in meetings, and they just been looking at, uh, uh, actually, no, Todd. Todd, you had a question? This is Jamal's time. Yeah. Hey, uh, Jamal. Jamal, what the fuck you want now? Hey, 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 brother. It's all cool, man. Jamal is Jamal is the new, <laughs> fl- he's the employee of the month right now. <laughs> And he has no idea why, or he or he knows why. Oh, he knows why. He's, he's gonna roll with it. He and he's gonna roll with it. And do, do I get, I get a parking spot too? 
right. He's gonna get that. He's gonna get that forty cent raise. <laughs> and he's gonna get that corner office he's been looking for. Yeah. Well, maybe not. Maybe, probably not. Um, and they. It, 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 it's not worth me reading the the whole thing because again, we know why they're doing this. Because it's the company like we the NFL and I'll go ahead, we the NFL admit we were wrong for not listening to NFL players. Pause. Read that part again. We the NFL admit we were wrong for not listening to NFL players. They admitted they were wrong for not listening. To NFL players when <laughs> you should cross that out <laughs> and write Colin Kaepernick. Yes. Colin Kaepernick been telling y'all exactly what the fuck it was from day one. Mm-hmm. He explained it thoroughly when they first asked him why he was kneeling. Yep. Y'all still turned it into whatever the fuck y'all wanted to turn it into. Y'all blackballed the man. Y'all tried to act like it wasn't, and y'all tried to act like it wasn't racism when he tried to get back in. Y'all let Trump call that man a son of a bitch. Y'all let. Tr- first of all, Trump wouldn't have that same energy in person. I feel like Cap owes all of them a, a, a open hand slap. Mm. Just one, a uh, one good one, one good one. I, I now I, he, I mean, maybe make him pay five hundred per extra per additional slap. I'm good for that. I'll go. I will. I will go fund him. Uh, real talk. Real talk. We need to get the. It'd be like the dunking booth. You remember the carnival? They had yeah. a little dunking booth to throw the ball at the thing. Put the boy in a slapping booth. A slapping tank. <laughs> Roger Goodell needs to be in a slapping tank. It'll be lined up around the corner. That's what we're going to call this episode, the slapping tank. Um, but this is one of those times when the NFL is so wrong, um, they could have really just sat there and ate their food. Yep. The NFL is so fucking wrong, we don't even need an apology. We just need y'all to shut the fuck up. That's how I feel. I feel like when you're that wrong and everybody knows you're wrong, including you, the best thing you can do is just sit there quietly for the rest of the night and eat your fucking food. We didn't need this. Nah, they they had to say something because football season is coming up. Oh, and yeah. they knew they were going to be hemorrhaging money. And Drew Brees, Drew Brees. I, anyway, I'm, I'm going to watch whatever the first – Saints game is this season. Oh, that's gonna be. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna watch it because I'm gonna see how his offensive line treats him. Like you said, what nigga? Uh, Falcons fans are never gonna let them live this down. It's gonna be like any given Sunday when 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 Jamie Foxx was talking too much shit. Yep. And they just let him get hit every play. Yep. Well, let him fucking learn then. That's what Drew Brees is in for. They might even just tell Drew before the game, "Hey, man." Bro, you know you're going to take one, right? Hey, man, I, I apologize to you guys about no, no, it. No, no, no. No, 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 man. What, what you need to do, you're going you're gonna to drop five back and just take that ass whooping. All right? You're going to take that L. You're going you're gonna to take one, nigga. I don't, I don't appreciate you calling me nigga. You sh- nigga, you're you about to take it. this one. You earned it. And don't, and, and don't think you're going to say it back either. Yeah, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Say something. Say something. That's what I thought. Number two. 
Number two is Trina. This is a this is a joint shut the fuck up. I love these. Trina and B. Simone gotta shut the fuck up together. Here's why. Trina went on her radio show uh, with Trick Daddy. She's just gonna drag. I'm telling you, she's just gonna drag Trick Daddy's corpse. That's that is that is devotion and friendship right there. Cause Trina looks fucking good, and Trick Daddy looks fucking dead. And she's gonna drag that man's corpse. He does look like an actual corpse, though. So that's, that's everywhere. That's kind of wild. He gonna. I, I'm telling you, it's ghetto weekend at Bernie's. He she gonna drag that corpse everywhere. She gonna be ride or die tricking Trina. As much as they love and hate each other, so. Trina went on her radio show talking about the extended curfew uh, because of the uh, protests and the riots. And she called the protesters animals. Flat out. That's not a... That, that's not an exaggeration. She's she called about, them animals. She, well, she's talking about keeping the animals off the streets. And Trick tried to play devil's advocate to her side of it and talk her back. Let me tell you something. Trick Daddy is the rudest motherfucker ever <laughs> in rap music. Trick Daddy is the single rudest motherfucker I've ever heard in my life. With some of the shit he said on the Love and Hip Hop reunion recently, when Trick Daddy is trying to walk you back from a bad place, that's when you know you're saying some silly shit. Yeah. And they dragged the fuck out of Trina. And I feel bad for Trina because she has opened herself up to attacks from her to the grave rival Kaya. Miss my neck and back. Mm. She's just sitting somewhere. Rubbing her hands like, like Eminem and 8 Mile with the ammo ready. With the clip fully loaded. To go in on Trina. She's already done Trina kind of bad on, online. Um, But I, got, I have thoughts about Kaya for another episode. Trina, you really could have sat there and ate your fucking food. And yeah. then the apology wasn't any better. I just want to say I apologize uh, sincerely to everybody I offended by what I said. Spoke passionately about how I felt about people destroying our community here in Miami. Listen. Y'all got to stop using the word passion wrong. Y'all got to stop using the words our community wrong. Gentrification is real. Ain't none of this shit ours. <laughs> I, I can't lay claim to a neighborhood with a Starbucks in it being mine. Mm. Can't do it. Um, and that's what people are, and that's what people are trying to impress uh, impress upon a lot of these rich stars that talk about the destruction of property. Ain't none of this shit ours in the first place. And it's white, and it's basically white people colonizing and gentrifying uh, predominantly black neighborhoods. Um, so unless you know of a specifically black-owned business that's in the poorhouse over this shit, mm. shut the fuck up. And B. Simone ain't done much better. B. Simone uh, tried to turn tried to turn why she wasn't Black Lives Mattering into some religious shit and how and tell us about how she's a Christiany Christian and how everybody should just pray for their enemy. And that is where she fucked up. In other news, I just learned who B. Simone is. Oh, B. Simone uh, is an a Instagram comedian who's on Wildin' Out. Okay. That's probably why you don't know. Uh, you lost me. Yeah. Yeah, uh, praying for your enemy. 
always a popular refrain by, stop. by passive Negroes. Somebody has a knife to your throat and you're going to pray for them and not defend yourself. That is some bullshit. And let me tell you something. And this came at a bad time for her because B. Simone is kind of coming up. She got she got she's got a lot of follows. She's getting a lot of she's getting a lot of traction on social media. Um, she has clearly been in the gym with her sweet sweat waist trimmer. Um, Cause goddamn, um, she was she's been on, she's been on an up she's been on an upswing. She's been headed there. Okay. Um, she's on you know she's she's got that same just hilarious trajectory. So we're probably gonna see her on a bad sitcom in about. Uh, a year um nobody asked for this and then you can't tell me that you're a christian christian when just when just a month ago you you couldn't stop telling us about how you about how you wanted to eat the baby's ass oh okay she's been madly in love with the baby and she's been for the past at least six months talking about how the baby how the baby can smack her flip her rubber down Oh no! Uh, on a on a on a car engine, and what? now all of a sudden, and now all of a sudden, you you're a Christiany Christian, and no, nah, don't do that. Keep the same energy. Keep the same energy. And then she went on the, and then she turned around, went on this kind of half-assed uh, George Floyd protest with like ten of her friends. Um, and I, I thought it was our Insta story with like ten of her friends. And here's the thing. They wanted to act like they were social distancing, so they had the mask on, but they had the mask down off of their faces on their neck. Are they wearing like chin straps? Well, they're like chin straps, and they're just sitting there kissing on each other, hugging on each other, uh, taking selfies and shit. Guys, wearing a mask beneath your nose is like wearing pants at your knees. Like, you kind of missed the whole point. Missed the whole point. Sorry. You just wanted us to. You just wanted us to know that you know that COVID exists. A lot of people on Twitter saying that were saying the shit was staged. Probably was. It had to be. I didn't see more than ten people at that protest, and they're all in front of one wall, the whole time. That was a photo op. That was a hell of a photo op. They found a good uh, uh, spray paint graffiti tag George Floyd wall, and. And, you know, B. Simone is no stranger to social media and marketing. So she knew an opportunity when she saw it. And again, you didn't have to prove shit to us. You could have just took your L and been back on Wild and Out. Because the Wild and Out checks haven't stopped. Mm. People still watch They that. should. Mm. Yeah, they still watch that shit. Um, I'm sorry. Y'all know I have a specific hatred for Nick Cannon. Um you could have just sat you could have just took your L what let this die off and you'd be you still be on wilding out collecting your checks and you could have just sat there and ate, ate, your, ate your food so yeah Trina and B. Simone can shut the fuck up and the number one person who should shut the fuck up I don't think I've had this person on the list in a, or or if I have it has it's been a while ladies and gentlemen Mr. DeRay McKesson wow I have something very specific to say to Ray McKesson. Um, for those of you that don't know DeRay McKesson, he's basically the dark-skinned Sean King. <laughs> one opportunistic, one opportunistic fuck to another. Um, he's one of the OG B BLMs. Um, 
you'll know him as the nigga, the nigga in every, the nigga you can't figure out who he is in every uh, celebrity picture with the blue vest on. Um, DeRay McKesson has recently been on social media um, uh, after the murder of George Floyd, pro, um, basically advocating for what they call the eight can't wait. Um, now, eight can't wait really began in 2015, but um, with the you know with the protesting and everything going on, he has been advocating this. He did a little video I'll find at some point on on Twitter, um, highlighting um, the eight can't wait. And what the eight can't wait is is eight policies that should be in, that he feels should be enacted immediately for police reform um, to reduce to reduce killings and brutalities within every department. Um, uh, this includes bans on chokeholds and strangleholds, uh, de-escalation uh, de in, in, in tight situations, uh, warning before shooting, exhaust all other means before shooting, duty to intervene and stop excessive force by other officers, ban shooting at moving vehicles, require use of force continuum, uh, require and require comprehensive reporting each time an officer forces or threatens to do so, uses force or threatens to do so, excuse me. Um, here's the problem with this. It feels late to the dance. Yeah. It, it feels very late to the dance. And to be very clear, these are all, these are all very good things to want and to expect from police. So not disagreeing with the specific things that are being asked for, right. It's just the timing. There are a couple, and there are a couple reasons that it's bad timing. One, most of your constituents in the in the organization that you help build are calling large swaths of them are calling for abolition instead of reform, and they're not. And the reason they're calling for abolition is because two. Half of this shit is already shit that is that is implemented in a lot of police departments and they're just not following it. It feels tone deaf and it feels behind the it feels behind the time to want to call for reform and want to call for de-escalation from an organization from an institution that can't even show restraint at Dem at demonstrations that are basically asking them to show restraint. You can't ask them to not be brutal at demonstrations and marches about police brutality. And they're still tear gassing and beating people. I just saw some shit where, the, where they arrested some people and were spitting on them. Yeah. These are the people that you're asking for de-escalation from. It doesn't make any fucking sense. We've already seen that they don't want to follow rules. So a lot of people are asking for abolition. Let's not have a fucking police department. You've never heard anybody say, yo, fuck the fire department. Because they show up, put out, their, put out the fire, and fucking leave. Well, so you just want lawlessness is what you want. We've got lawlessness. <laughs> They're shooting children. They shot Tamir Rice. They shot George. They, they choked George Floyd. Atiana Jefferson. 
Fucking Brianna Taylor. Brianna Taylor is supposed to be God. She's young, man. She was supposed to be what? Twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. Uh, this past weekend. Yeah. God damn. Yeah. We've got lawlessness right now. We have lawlessness. We're in the middle of a pandemic. Our president is a psychopath whose brain is melting out of his fucking mouth. We've got lawlessness. What the fuck are you talking about? What they, if y'all don't want to act right, just don't have a fucking job then. They need to... There needs to be a, a real honest conversation within police departments. Um, and, and, and actually, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to divert just a little bit because... I'm about to be one of those people that says, well, the police saved my life once. So what, what, what people have to understand is there is a time and a place for police. When I was, when I was held, um, held hostage in a bank robbery 10 years ago, um, there, was a, there were six jurisdictions of, jurisdictions of law enforcement officers that came out, over 100 of them that came out mm-hmm. um, to, to, you know, bring a resolution to the situation um not going to go into all the details but mm-hmm. they did ensure that everyone got out safely um now <laughs> and i and i posted this on my on my instagram uh story um with all that and everything that had happened um i was the last person still in the bank because i had the keys and they still needed to do a sweep of the bank mm-hmm and now imagine six guys in basically military gear with you know with ARs and everything you know asking me first of all I got my 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 clothes my bank clothes on with my name tag and everything do you work here yeah i work here i work here okay and they said do you have the keys to these rooms cuz we need to do a continue doing the sweep with these locked rooms i was like yeah i got it i got keys to everything um i did the keys i uh, i um disabled the alarm for one room that still had an alarm in it like you know i had the codes and everything like i clearly demonstrated that i worked there gotcha and they were like okay we're about to take you outside so that you can go next door for debriefing or whatever and right before we got to the door to go out one of them stopped and said hey make sure when you go outside to keep your hands clearly visible and walk slowly so that they don't think that you were one of the robbers the fuck and i'm like and, and and at the time because of everything else that's going on i don't really think much of it i'm just like okay whatever but then i realized like yo it's fucked up that even with me coming out with six armed six armed law enforcement officers and i walk out with my hands up and i'm looking at literally hundreds of people with their guns pointed including snipers across the street that's fucking crazy. um and at the time it didn't it didn't really sink in but I'm. But after I was like, "Wow, this is wild." That even through this, even though I'm, I'm eternally grateful for everything that they did that day. There was still that one last hurdle. That as a black man, I still had to worry about. I still had to. The, the fact that another cop had to tell me, like, "Look, the day was saved," that yeah. you still had to worry about getting shot. Right, and one of the cops telling me, "Like, look, hey, just make sure you make sure you chill when you get out there," because, and I'm just like, "That's some that's some wild shit." But what that what that reminded me of is that the fundamental charter upon which most police forces were built is flawed. Most 
police forces in most jurisdictions were originally commissioned specifically to police black people or people of color uh, or what have you. Uh, the Houston Police Department, for example, their original charter commissioned them to seek out people who were recently freed slaves who had entered into sharecropping agreements were being charged exorbitant taxes that they could not pay and as soon as they could not pay that tax they were rounded up they were chased they were hunted and, and placed back into indentured servitude that that was the that was what hpd was chartered on charter hpd was not formed to serve and protect the community they were specifically formed to police black people black people and and we're talking about barely a hundred years ago we're talking about my grandfather ago that's two generations before me so we th there has to be an honest conversation among police forces if they if they want to continue to to acknowledge the principles that they were founded on right. when when black cops go and they work for a police department they need to understand the principles that that police force was founded upon and that it was it was written into their actual charter 100% for them to act this way against non non-white people it's they have to accept that fact and and look at it from that perspective before they can before they can make any kind of progress on it what we're saying here is this is what Deray McKesson wants to reform you can't reform you can't reform something that's going that that's basically adhering by uh the principles it was built upon. Right. It's doing what it's supposed to do. And it, it, shit like that just needs to be just needs to be completely deconstructed. I can't even say deconstructed and rebuilt. It needs to be reformed. That is what re reform is. Reformed. And to and to reform it, you have to destroy it. Completely. That's what we're looking at. That's what we're looking at, and that's what DeRay is trying. And and let's and let's make no mistake. DeRay McKesson is is calling for reform because it's not as extreme, and he can still and and he can still keep visibility, and he can still keep sponsors, and he can still get the bag, and he can get what is this? Is this a GQ interview? Yes. This is a GQ interview we're looking at. That is correct. He would not be talking to GQ if he was talking about abolition. Correct. This is what it's about. It's about the bag. It's about visibility and the bag. He's basically he's basically 70% of the journalism majors I went to school with. Just wants to be fucking seen. That's it. This is why nobody takes DeRay, DeRay McKesson seriously. Nobody takes Sean King seriously because he takes the bag. Nobody takes DeRay, DeRay McKesson seriously because he's always eyeing the bag. Shading, shady motherfuckers in in all in league. It's like a little Legion of Doom, a scammer ass activist. Deray McKesson, <laughs> shut the fuck up. Shut all the way the fuck up. Clean that vest. Clean that fucking blue vest you wear everywhere. Cause man, I know with with COVID here, man, it's probably not as easy to get that shit laundered as it normally is. Man. It is not. It is not. He's hand washing that bitch. He's hand washing <laughs> that bitch and hanging it outside. Like his ancestors did. Wow. Yeah, I said it. D. Randall, did we do a podcast, man? We sure as hell did. We did the fuck out of a podcast. Team Oz, the response 
from last episode to this episode has been wonderful. Yes. Um, this is what I'm talking about when I'm talking about spreading the word, when I'm talking about telling a friend to tell a friend. Even if it's just one thing that you heard in the episode that you want to bring somebody's attention to and just 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 go to two minutes and 40 seconds whatever <laughs> do that um black art and black content are a huge part of the movement they're a huge part of any movement um amplify black content amplify black art amplify black creatives I can't stress this enough. Now more than ever. Now more than ever. I just saw someone write a whole fucking This weekend Black Content profile on me on their Instagram. Oh. And I could not feel better about it. This is the, this is the most amazing shit I've ever seen in my life. God bless you, Sedina. A loyal, dedicated member of Team Oz that has held us down from day one. Um, that is... Uh, sincere in her uh, in her pursuit to amplify and uh, spread appreciation for black content um, God bless you God bless everybody that's reached out uh, in the past week or so uh, uh, I don't have time to find it but uh, Euphonic uh, Euphonic has reached out to check in uh, he is twice as quarantine social distancing uh, when he saw the bullshit going on out here, he says, by far, episode 90 has been the best episode, bro. Tell Randall he spoke from my heart. Uh, please share that if we don't persecute to the full extent, the George Floyd people. Yep. Uh, if we don't persecute to the full extent for all four, we didn't go hard enough. If I'm here when y'all do the 100th, let me know if I make the cut. Be safe, bro. Yeah, you're always invited. Yeah, we, we had the best best single week of this um Show ever. No bull. God yeah. damn. Yeah. It's, uh. Woo! Yeah. And it's, it's, uh, you know. The numbers have climbed again. Yeah. Every From time. month to month. Yeah. It's, uh, it's no joke. Oh, man. God bless y'all. Thank y'all so much. Thank you. We love, we love y'all to death for everything y'all are doing for us. Um, this one has run a little long, but it deserved it. Um, Look, there were so many people that they saw the running time for last week's episode, and they were like, "It still wasn't enough." <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it, to be honest, there are, like we have some time constraints depending on what venue or whatever. Yeah. But when the when the when the content is good, and when the conversation is good, and when we're talking about important things like this, man, fuck the man, fuck the time. And when we finally get to drink together. <laughs> And when we finally get to get fucking wasted together. Um, God bless y'all, man. Thank you so much for your support. We'll be back next week. Like I keep saying every week, we gonna be here. Uh, we're gonna be here to get y'all through this. We're gonna be here to get us through this. Thank y'all so much for everything, for your support. Let's keep the energy going and magnify this on into 100 or 101, depending on how we do this. <laughs> um this has been episode... 91. 91 of Opinions While Black. We'll be back with more foolishness and fuckery next week. Until then, I have been Oz. I might have been D. Randall. And as always, forever imparting titties. Boom! <laughs>